Broadcasting online, worldwide, on your smart speaker and on your internet radio. This is Carousel FM News. The actor Matthew Perry, best known for his role in Friends, has died at the age of 54. US media reports he drowned yesterday afternoon in his home. With a look back at his career, here's our news editor Edward Breslin. Perry became one of Hollywood's most recognisable faces following the meteoric rise of the show Friends, which followed the lives of a group of six friends in their 20s living in New York. He was the king of the sarcastic one-liner in his role as Chandler Bing across the 10 seasons. But he hid a battle with substance abuse for many years, only recently speaking about it publicly. Many tributes are being paid to Perry, with in-betweener star Blake Harrison saying he inspired him to pursue acting. Thousands of people broke into aid warehouses in Gaza to take basic food and hygiene products in a mark of growing desperation in the breakdown of public order three weeks into the war. Meanwhile, airstrikes hit Gaza's largest hospital this morning, with Israel claiming Hamas to have a command post underneath the building. Israeli authorities have not provided much evidence of their claim. Metropolitan Police Commander Sir Mark Rowley has called for greater clarity from the government on policing extremism. It's as he faces criticism over the handling of pro-Palestinian protests in London. The chief executive and co-founder of US tech giant Palatier said the health services backlog is not solvable without technology. He added the UK's upcoming AI summit is positioning the UK to be the leader in Europe. And more temporary jobs are on offer this festive season than for several years. Andrew Hunter is co-founder of Job Search Engine at Zuna and said he's surprised to see the rise in jobs. This isn't the liveliest economy we've seen in the last 10 years. So I was expecting to see suppressed numbers year on year, but instead we're seeing 26% growth in Christmas-related job hiring year on year. And that's the latest from Radio News Hub. I'm Ellie Robson. Here are the words every timeshare owner will be dreading to hear. Your 2024 timeshare maintenance fees are due. If you own a timeshare, you need to consider whether it's a good investment. MyTimeshareClaim.co.uk has helped thousands of owners who were missold exit their contract and receive compensation. Visit MyTimeshareClaim.co.uk or text TIME to 78900 to find out more. Carousel FM weather. Outbreaks of rain, sometimes heavy and persistent, continuing to spread into parts of Scotland. Elsewhere, sunny spells and blustery showers, often windy with 13 degrees Celsius. No matter what the weather, you're now updated with Carousel FM. Your better music on your better music station. This is Carousel FM. It's that man again. Oh, hello, honky-tonks. How are you? Sunday afternoon with Steve Riddle on Carousel FM.
And Rod Stewart gets us underway for this Sunday afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Sunday Show. And Rod was number one in 1971. So it's the Sunday Show with comedy and music from yesterday as usual. And as always, we'd like you to get in touch. So we'll be giving you those details to uh, have no excuse at all to drop me an email or indeed a text. And uh, I'd like to hear all about your first record, if you can remember that, and the tale that goes with it. 
or if indeed you think you are the furthest away listener, let me know all about it. Or indeed any reason, you don't need a good reason to get in touch. It's lovely just to know that you're, you're listening in on this rather wet and miserable Sunday afternoon.
Howard Jones. 1984 was the year, and he got to number four with Like to Get to Know You Well. Here are those contact details. Contact us now 07537 183051 or email studio at carousel-fm.co.uk.
Brian Ferry together with Roxy Music from 1982, number six in the charts, and it was more than this. First piece of comedy coming up very shortly. Archie Bell and his Drells from 1975 got to number 13 with the Soul City Walking. It's 20 minutes past two here on Carousel FM on a Sunday afternoon, your better music station. I'm Steve Riddle here with a collection of music and comedy. And talking of comedy, it's time for our first sketch this week. <laughs> it's comedy on Carousel FM. And the first sketch this Sunday comes from the Two Ronnies, from the Two Ronnies television programme. This is the Country Yokels. Afternoon. I've never seen you here before, have I? No, you haven't, no. How's that then? You've never been here before. Oh, (laughs) that's true, yeah. Uh, What's your name? 
That's right. Now, your name is what? Yes, that's right. What? What's my name? Don't you know either? <laughs> yes, what? Arthur what? Oh, I see. <laughs> what's your name? No, what's your name? You just told me. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's what? Arthur what? Yeah, you told me that, yeah. I still don't know what is your name. That's right. <laughs> what? No, that's you. <laughs> You're right, I'm right. Oh, we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't know what your name is. It's right, Leonard Wright. Oh, I see. Yeah. Here, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that's me. No, 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 no. But why don't we call each other by our nicknames? Right. No, that's my real name. <laughs> well, what's your nickname? Lefty. <laughs> Lefty Right. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> and you're what? Yeah, that's me. No, yeah. no, no. What is your nickname? Sixty. Sixty what? <laughs> yeah, do you know this? My grandfather is still alive. Is he using? Hundred what? <laughs> Do you know, he got married for the first time on his hundredth birthday. Oh, did the Queen send him a telegram? Yes. And Prince Philip sent him a diagram. <laughs> Who'd he marry then? Some woman. Well, of course he did, of course he did. Never heard of anyone marrying a man, have you? Yes, I have. Who? My sister. <laughs> That's different, isn't it? That's different. Women are different. So they, so they tell me, yeah. Oh, you've not had a lot to do with women, then. A lot to do with one woman. Bringing in the coal, doing the dishes, making the bed. Terrible business. <laughs> Was you married to her? In a way. In what way? In the family way. <laughs> I caught with the butcher. She went unfaithful to me. How do you know that? Nine months later, she presented me with giblets. <laughs> oh, so you'll be alone on Christmas Day, then, will you? Yep. Just me and my pet turkey. Oh. What about Boxing Day? It'll be just me. <laughs> you going to eat him? No, he's going over to his mother's. Oh. <laughs> I always have a big party Christmas Day. Oh, who's that? Mrs. Bracegirl who lives down by the farm. <laughs> Great big bay windows and welcome on the map. Her husband's got a small holding. Oh, well, nobody's perfect. <laughs> Does she come over to help you out? Yeah, she comes over to help me out the pub closing time. <laughs> I've got Boxing Day off this year. Oh, what's your job then? I shoe horses. Do you? Yeah, I shoe pigeons. Shoe like that. Shoe like that. <laughs> Up the five-acre field. Oh, I've got ten acres. Have you got land? No, these shoes are too tight. <laughs> oh, your toes, you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I see, yeah. Uh, these shoes are very tight, you know. Really? You know, when I bought these shoes, they were so tight, I had to wear them a fortnight before I could get them on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off to pick some mistletoe. I'm after a girl in the village. Ooh, you got high hopes, have you? No, she's a tall girl. I've got low hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'll come with you. I know where it grows. Here. The girl I was with last night wouldn't kiss me under the mistletoe. Oh, why's that? She didn't like where I was wearing it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
Astrid Gilberto and the girl from Impamina from 1964. 28 minutes past two and we'll do the record of the week now. This is the Carousel FM record of the week. My choice, my turn this week and this comes from Kabu and it's public demand. I'm 
It's been our record of the week here on Carousel FM, and it was my turn this week. Kaboo and public demand. Amazulu, number 12 in 1985, and excitable. Still plenty of time to get in touch for your first record you can remember buying, or if you think you're the furthest away listener, or any reason whatsoever, birthdays, etc., anniversaries, it's always lovely to hear from you. Contact us now, 07537 183051, or email studio at carousel-fm.co.uk.
What if you reached the age of reason Only to find there was no reprieve Would you still be a man for all seasons Or would you just have to leave We measure our days out in steps of uncertainty Not turning to see how we've come And peer down the highway from here to eternity And reach out for love on the run While the man for all seasons is lost behind the sun Henry Plantagenet still looks for someone to bring good news in his hour of doubt while Thomas More waits in the Tower of London watching the sands running out and measures the hours out from here to oblivion in actions that can't be undone a sailor through darkness he scans the meridian uncaught by the first rays of dawn the man for all seasons is lost beneath the storm and I should know by now I should know by now I hear them call it out all around oh they go to believe in hear them all just daydream deceiving they'll just let you down What if you reached the age of reason Only to find there was no reprieve Would you still be a man for all seasons Or would you just disbelieve We measure our gains out 
out in luck and coincidence, lanterns to turn back the night, and put our defeats down to chance or experience, and try once again for the light. Some wait for the waters of fortune to cover them, some just see the tides of ill chance rushing over them, some call on Jehovah, some cry out to Allah. Some wait for the boats that still row to Valhalla While you try to accept what fates are unfolding While some say they're sure where the blame should be falling You look round for maybe a chance of forestalling But too soon it's over and done And the man for all seasons is lost behind the sun Al Stewart and Man for All Seasons, taken from the album Time Passages, released in 1978. It's 19 minutes before three, 19 minutes hopefully, less than that before tea, all being well. Tea lady, are you listening in? Chucky Bicky, please, would be nice as well. Hint, hint, hint.
It's them Bellamy Brothers, Let Your Love Flow, 1976, and it got to number six in that year. We will have some more comedy now. <laughs> it's comedy on Carousel FM. And a sketch now from Bob Newhart, and this is the expectant father sketch. I was, I was, recent, I was going to say I was recently married. I, uh, <laughs> I, was, not, I was married... Um, January 12th, and we had uh, a son uh, five weeks ago. Now, to, uh, to save you the trouble of counting on your fingers, uh, <laughs> that works out. It works out. <laughs> but they say that um, a man can never have a child because he could never stand the pains that a woman goes through in delivering a baby. And this is true. But a man does go through a little hell, too, you know. And after you're all finished uh, and you have the baby, you begin to wonder how the world ever got overpopulated because everybody swears, that's the last one. That's the last. I'm not going through that again. I'm not going through that. What happens? You read books, and you can read all the books in the world, and it isn't going to cover it, you know. But when it actually happens, believe me, you will turn to jelly like I did and like every other expectant father does. My wife is very calm about it. I'm lying in bed, and I just heard some noise or something, a suitcase, and I, I wake up, and I say, what's the matter, honey? And she says, we, um, I think we better go to, to the hospital. Now, my immediate you know, reaction is to just panic, but you, you've read in these books that you should be very calm. So I tried to be calm. I said, okay, honey. I said, now have you been timing uh, the contractions? She said, yes, they're about five minutes apart. Well, now, one of the books said this means six, seven hours, and... We're 45 minutes from the hospital. But that's another thing you'll find out, that all obstetricians, any self-respecting obstetrician, will always have his office 45 minutes away from the hospital that he practices at, you see. And it's usually about an hour away from your home. This is for the father's benefit, so he can go crazy on the way. <laughs> because you always have visions of having to deliver the baby, you know, and this can turn you into dealing. Anyway, I'm trying to be very calm. I said, all right, honey, you finish packing the suitcase. And by the way, you'd never use anything in the suitcase. They tell you to pack a suitcase. This is just to give the wife something to do while the husband is getting dressed because you take the little bag down to the hospital and they shove it off in a corner and they give it to you when you leave, you know, and they, <laughs> it's never open. So I went in the, in the uh, bathroom and I shaved and I put the band-aids on my face. <laughs> came out, you know, and I said, well, okay, honey, I think, uh, I think we'd better, we'd better go. And she said, aren't you going to call a doctor? I said, of course. It's very good. He should know about it. He said, he should. <laughs> so he can be there, or at least a representative of his. So I went into the den very calmly, looked up his number in the phone book, and dialed his number, picked up the phone, and said, <laughs> And hung up. And we, and we uh, went down. We got in the car. You know, we're about <laughs> driving along. And we're about 15, 20 minutes on our way to the hospital. And um, my wife says, you know, uh, you call the doctor. I said, yeah, honey. I said, Dr. Miller would be down there about, about half an hour, you know, and don't, nothing. She said, Dr. Miller's my dentist. What the hell do you call my dentist? <laughs> so I said, well, they talk to other doctors, and, you know, I'm sure he'll know what to do, you know. If a cab driver can deliver a baby, certainly a, a, a dentist can, you know. And, of course, whenever you're in a hurry, there's always two people in front of you who are practicing for a parade of some kind. <laughs> They're going about two miles an hour. You know? 
And my wife is timing the contractions now on the auto clock, and they're not too reliable anyway, you know. And they're about three minutes apart, and this is beginning to worry me a little bit. So I'm zooming down, the, down Wilshire, and I finally get to the hospital and figure, you know, finally, while we're here, there are a lot of doctors around and nurses, so my concern should be over. But it's not over. This is really when your troubles start. This hospital we went to is a strange hospital uh, because they have a parking lot, and you have to put a quarter in this <laughs> slot, and then the gate comes up. You know, they don't work on the honor system, apparently. <laughs> They figure, you know, you're going to drop your wife off and then take off to Acapulco or something, to, you know, until it's over. And it's not the easiest thing to hit at 20 miles an hour, which, <laughs> which is about what I was doing when we arrived at the hospital. But finally, we got inside, and you go to the admitting office, you know, and there's a nurse there. She says, how do you do, sir? And what is your name? I said, my name is Newhart. She said, all right, Mr. Newkirk, and is this your wife? I said, no, this, this is the hitchhiker. She was, <clears throat> she was hitchhiking down here to the hospital, and it's, you know, it's right on my way to work. And it isn't that far out of the way, so I figured I'd drop her off. And she said, well, we have to have the husband sign the paper. I said, I am the husband. I was just a little attempted humor there. And she said, now, sir, do you have Blue Cross or, or any other hospital plan? And I'm getting a little panicky now. I said, look, could I possibly you know, answer the questions while you take my wife upstairs, you know. And she said, well, no, we need your wife to uh, sign the form at the end of it, you know. So I said, well, if you wait about 15 minutes, uh, all three of us can sign, <laughs> can sign this form that's very important. And with this, she panicked because she's, she wasn't a nurse, it turned out. She's a clerk at the hospital, and she wouldn't have known what to do, you know, if the baby came there. So she got her in the, in the elevator and got her upstairs. And they have two wonderful rooms, wonderfully tidal rooms. They call one the labor room, and the other one is called the hard labor room. You know? <laughs> in other words, you're going to scream your head off in this, in this room, you know, which makes the wife feel great. You know? And you're allowed now to stay with your wife for a while until she goes into the hard labor room. So finally, you take my wife into the hard labor room, and you can find nothing out from any hospital people if you're an expectant father. Uh, you are the lowest form of life in a hospital. No one, even maintenance people, will have nothing, <laughs> will have nothing to do with it. And, and there are people running around, you know, with various assorted pans of one kind or another, with worried looks on their faces. And uh, I don't think they're nurses, they're just people that are hired to run around <laughs> looking worried, because this, this makes the father feel better, you know, that they're concerned. And then they have, they have the father's room. Uh, it's sort of a torture chamber that they've <laughs> devised to drive the father nuts while the wife is having the baby. And this is filled with guys you just wouldn't believe. You know, they're all sitting <laughs> like that. And there's one guy in there who has just had a baby, and he is superior to everybody else, you know. He, he's sort of gloating, you know. And, of course, I'm trying to get information out of him, you know, and I say, gee, uh, they just took my wife into the hard labor room. I, what will it be, 15, 20 minutes, I guess? No. So, no. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, five, six, seven hours. He says, you see that poor guy over there in the corner? 32 hours he's been. <laughs> and there's a guy in the corner, he's not making any sense at all. He's going, mm -hmm. <laughs> So as I say, I don't know how the world ever got overpopulated because we swore we would never do it again. But it, ha it has a happy ending because uh, we had a little son, uh, Robert William, and he's seven, he was seven pounds, 14 ounces. And oh, I became a father. 
officially the other day. You're officially a father, you know, when the baby's born, but you aren't really a father until your baby has gone all over you. And <laughs> my son went all over me the other day, and I'm a member of an exclusive fraternity now. But it, believe me, when it happens, it's wonderful.
Mamas and the Papas, number nine in 1967, with the Creek Alley. We'll be heading for the news and the weather now at the top of the hour at three. Where is that tea lady? No sign of any tea yet. online worldwide on your smart speaker and on your internet radio this is carousel fm news 
Another actor, Matthew Perry, best known for his role in Friends, has died at the age of 54. US media reports he drowned yesterday afternoon in his home. With a look back at his career, here's our news editor, Edward Breslin. Perry became one of Hollywood's most recognisable faces following the meteoric rise of the show Friends, which followed the lives of a group of six friends in their 20s living in New York. He was the king of the sarcastic one-liner in his role as Chandler Bing across the 10 seasons. But he hid a battle with substance abuse for many years, only recently speaking about it publicly. Many tributes are being paid to Perry, with in-betweeners star Blake Harrison saying he inspired him to pursue acting. Thousands of people broke into aid warehouses in Gaza to take basic food and hygiene products in a mark of growing desperation in the breakdown of public order three weeks into the war. Meanwhile, airstrikes hit Gaza's largest hospital this morning, with Israel claiming Hamas to have a command post underneath the building. Israeli authorities have not provided much evidence of their claim. Metropolitan Police Commander Sir Mark Rowley has called for greater clarity from the government on policing extremism. It's as he faces criticism over the handling of pro-Palestinian protests in London. A hundred million investment into artificial intelligence will be used to research new treatments for cancer and dementia, the Prime Minister has said. Rishi Sunak has said the cash injection would be used to help discover treatments for previously incurable diseases. And more temporary jobs are on offer this festive season than for several years. Andrew Hunter is co-founder of Job Search Engine at Zuna and said he's surprised to see the rise in jobs. This isn't the liveliest economy we've seen in the last 10 years. So I was expecting to see suppressed numbers year on year. But instead, we're seeing 26% growth in Christmas-related job hiring year on year. And that's the latest from Radio News Hub. I'm Ellie Robson. When you're struggling with debt, you can't leave your future to chance. Trust Credit Fix, the UK's most reliable IVA provider. With more five-star Trustpilot reviews than anyone else in the debt industry, we could help write off up to 81% of what you owe. Don't leave debt to chance. Leave it to Credit Fix. Text ACT to 6077 today. Terms apply. Not suitable for all. Can affect credit. For more, see creditfix.co.uk forward slash ad terms. Free advice at moneyhelper.org.uk. Carousel FM weather. Remaining windy with sunny spells and blustery showers mostly seen in the southern and western coasts. In Scotland, outbreaks of rain, sometimes heavy and persistent, continuing to spread into eastern parts. No matter what the weather, you're now updated with Carousel FM. Your better music on your better music station. This is Carousel FM.
feel a tramp. That's right. You haven't even got a fat bankroll in your pocket. You probably haven't even got 25 cents. I got six Cadillacs, five Lincoln, four Ford, six Breckers, three T-Birds, Mustang, ooh, I'm a Prove it by me. Welcome back after the news and the weather with Otis Redding and Carla Thomas from 1967, number one in the Rhythm and Blues charts with Tramp. Up, 
Well, it's hardly balloon weather at the moment out there with all this awful, miserable rain. Uh, fifth Dimension in 1967 got to number seven with Up, Up and Away. Carousel FM, Community Billboard. Tembury Wells open for business, now have a new wedding section. If you're a wedding planner, hair and makeup stylist, mobile bar or caterer, marquee hire, celebrant, florist or just about anything else to do with weddings, then Marina Elizabeth and Lauren would like to hear from you. You can contact the girls on 07931 793 717 or text weddings and your name to 07931 793 717. To promote your event on the Carousel FM community billboard, email admin at carousel-fm.co.uk.
This is The Sunday Show with Steve Riddle on Carousel FM.
carousels in the carnival arcade Searching everywhere from steeplechase to palisades In any shooting gallery where promises are made To walk away, walk away Walk away, walk away From color coats and Whitley Bay Back to walk away And girl, you look so pretty to me Like it always did Like the Spanish city to me When we were kids Girl, it looked so pretty to me Like it always did Like the Spanish city to me When I And on today's tea break, ELO, together with Dire Straits. What a lovely combination. And thanks to the tea lady who, she did bring my tea up, of course she would. We are going to get the tea lady to say hello. And I know she's going to be part of definitely next week's show. So definitely next Sunday, tea lady Dorothy will be having a little say-so. She does look after me really well, and I really do appreciate everything she does for me. I'm Kieran Davis and I'm going to be live right here on Carousel FM every Wednesday from 12 till 3 for the sports show. We're going to be chatting about some sport, playing the best music from the 60s to the 90s and the best of today as well. That is 12 till 3 every Wednesday on Carousel FM, your better music station. (laughs) It's comedy on Carousel FM.
And for my next piece of comedy this Sunday, it's a visit with Brendan Grace once again. And here he talks of two characters he likes to introduce into his comic routine, Agnes and Lily. My mother had, had her own way of speaking to people. And where we lived many, many years ago in the buildings, as we used to call them, she'd meet friends on the balcony or whatever, out on the landing, and they'd talk. And the conversation, that's why I introduced Agnes and Lily into my show, Agnes and Lily. Um, Although the names have been changed to protect the innocents there. <laughs> Actually, Margaret and Rita. Now, <laughs> but Agnes and Lily are having the conversation. Agna, Agnes, Agnes, yeah, Lily, how are you? I'm very well, Agnes, how are you? What? I said, how are you? I'm okay, I'm all right. And are you, you know, everything going okay? What? I said, is everything going all right? Yes, yeah. What? What? Come here. What's sticking out of your ear? Come here for a second. Something. Come here. Look what you had in your ear, Agnes. Yeah, a, a suppository you had stuck in your ear. For me, it's a, what? You had a suppository stuck in your ear. Oh, gee, what did I do with me hearing aid? So, and, uh, well, you're down at Mass this week. See the new priest we have, the country priest. The what? A country priest we have. He shouts like an elephant. <laughs> he what? He shouts balls like a bull. <laughs> How's it? How do you? How do you know? <laughs> Agnes. And how is your? How is your? Hu- I lost him, Lily. You did. I did. His the eyes gone. Where did you lose him? Is that? Oh no. And did he leave you much? About three nights a week, usually. <laughs> but at least I know where he is every night now, you know. <laughs> and I miss him, I have to say, Lily. I do miss him. And I keep thinking about it. The, mor- the morning it happened, I called him, as I did. As I did for 43 years. I called them for work at 7 o'clock in the morning. I said, Paddy, come down, your breakfast is scrambled. <laughs> he says, I'll be down in a minute. And I gave him the couple of minutes to lie on. And I called him again at a quarter past seven. And again at half seven. And I went up the stairs, Lily. And when I went up, He was dead. And you know something, Lily? I can't stop thinking. If he'd only come down when I called him the first time, he'd be still alive today. He was very good to me, as you know, you know. Gave me, you know, 14 fine children, you know. 14, oh, God. His timing wasn't great, though, you know. Five o'clock in the morning, you know, you'd get a slap of an umbrella across the skull. And he said, can I trouble you for a minute, you know? <laughs> that's true. But that's the way it goes. How are you yourself, Annie Lil? How are you? Ah, well, my fella, wonderful Willie, you know, I think he died. <laughs> I think he died, you know, ten years ago and forgot to tell me, you know. <laughs> no action out of him, you know. Yeah. And did you not get... Uh, did you not get him the... Figuriah thing. 
though, huh? You know this Figueria, the tablet? <laughs> oh, Viagra, Viagra, yeah, did you not get on the Viagra? No. Too dear. And there's nothing in them, I... You know, I... I broke one open one day and... Nothing in it, you know. Eighty percent, you know. Kind of aspirin and... Twenty percent self-raising flour, you know. <laughs> Got the tea.
Mark Bolden together with T Rex, 1971, got to number one in the charts. Get it on. As we are in the theme of Halloween at the moment, pulled a couple of tracks out earlier on. Remember Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers? began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast the ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolf. Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin, Rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them Boris sent you Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash The Monster Mash And you my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash Mash good! Easy, God. You impressed me, young boy. Mash good! Monster Mash! Bobby Pickett. <laughs> Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crip Kickers from 1973 got to number three and the Monster Mash. Got another monster Halloween thingy coming up shortly. And uh, can you remember a series on TV? Of course you will. The Adams Family and Ted Cassidy, who of course played Lurch. You rang. Uh, great track from him from the uh, mid-60s, I think it was released. It was called The Lurch. It was a kind of dance craze. Got that coming up very shortly. Meanwhile, if you ever 
ever on Desert Island Discs and you're deciding what you're going to take with you, this is one of my most certain discs that I will have with me. comes from Toto.
It was a number three in 1982 for Toto Africa. It's got to be one of your 12 island desert island discs. Classic, classic track. Why don't we hear records like that anymore these days? Hi there, this is Rob Perks, inviting you to join me for Afternoon Extra every Monday and Tuesday between 1 and 4. I'll be playing some of the best music from the 60s to the noughties and the best of today. The featured classic album of today, the 3 from 1 and 3 and the Play It In Reverse quiz. Plus your requests, dedications and shout-outs. That's all with me on Afternoon Extra every Monday and Tuesday between 1 and 4. Only here on Carousel FM, your better music station. It's 20 minutes before four, and are you ready to do the lurch? little oddity from Ted Cassidy and the Lurch. Let's have some more comedy. (laughs) It's comedy on Carousel FM. And it's a classic sketch from Monty Python. It's the Parrot Sketch. Hello, I wish to register a complaint. Hello, miss. What do you mean, miss? Oh, I'm sorry, I have a cold. I wish to make a complaint. Oh, sorry, uh, we're closing for lunch. Never mind that, my lad. I wish to complain about this parrot, what I purchased not half an hour ago from this very boutique. Oh, yes, sir, the Norwegian blue. What's wrong with it? I'll tell you what's wrong with it, my lad. It's dead. That's what's wrong with it. No, no, I see. It's resting, look. Look, my lad, I know a dead parrot when I see one, and I'm looking at one right now. No, that's not dead. It's uh, resting. 
Restin? Yeah, Restin. Remarkable bird, the Norwegian blow, isn't it? Beautiful plumage. The plumage don't enter into it. It's stone dead. Now it's resting. All right, then, if it's resting, I'll wake it up. Hello, body! I've got a nice fresh cuttlefish for you if you wake up, Mr. Polly Ballard. Daddy moved. No, he didn't. That was you pushing the cage. I didn't. Yes, you did. Hello, Polly. Wakey, wakey. Rise and shine. This is your nine o'clock alarm call. Now, that's what I call a dead parrot. No, he's stunned. Stunned? Yeah, you stunned him just he was waking up. Norwegian blue stun easily. Oh, my lord, I've had enough of this. That parrot is definitely deceased. And when I bought it not half an hour ago, you assured me that its total lack of movement was due to it being tired and shagged out after a long squawk. Well, he's pining for the field. Pining for the fjords? What kind of talk is that? Look, why did it fall flat on its back the moment I got it home? Oh, well, the Norwegian blue prefers keeping on its back. Beautiful plumage. Look, I took the liberty of examining that parrot, and I discovered that the only reason that it had been sitting on its perch in the first place was that it had been nailed there. Oh, but of course it was nailed there. I mean, if I hadn't nailed it there, it would have muscled up to those bars and boom! Look here, mate. This parrot wouldn't boom if you put 4,000 volts through it. It's bleeding demised. Now it's, it's pining. It's not pining. It's passed on. This parrot is no more. It has ceased to be. It's expired and gone to see its maker. This is a late parrot. It's a stiff, bereft of life. It rests in peace. If you hadn't nailed it to the perch, it would be pushing up the daisies. It's rung down the curtain and joined the choir invisible. This is an ex-parrot. Well, I'd better replace it then. If you want to get anything done in this country, you've got to complain to your blue in the mouth. Sorry, Squire, I've had a look. We're right out of parrots. I see. I get the picture. I've got a slug. Does it talk? Not really. Well, it's scarcely a replacement then, is it? Listen, I didn't want to work in a pet shop. I wanted to be a lumberjack. Carousel FM, Community Billboard. Appearing live at the Regal Theatre, Tembury Wells, a night to remember, the Motown Show on Saturday the 11th of November 2023. Take a trip back to 1960s Detroit, starring the Voice UK finalist and West End principal, Busy Dixon, together with the Motown Divas, backed by the amazing show band, to recreate the sound that lifted an entire generation to its feet. Tickets cost £20 per person, with doors open at 6.30pm. For further information or ticket reservation, you can contact the Regal box office on 01584 811442 or regaltembury.co.uk. To promote your event on the Carousel FM community billboard, email admin at carousel-fm.co.uk.
It can't be late for Matthew and son. He won't wait. Watch them run down the platform one and the 8.30 train to Matthew and son. The one's never done, there's always something new The arms in your hand, you take them to bed, you never ever do And they've been working all day, all day, all day There's a five minute break, and that's all you take For a cup of cold coffee and a piece of cake There's always something new The palms in your hand You take them to bed You never ever blue And they've been working all day All day, all day He's got people who've been working For 50 years No one asks for more money Cause nobody cares Even though they're pretty low And they're rents in arrears Matthew and Sam Matthew and Sam Matthew and Sam Matthew and Sam I've been working all day, all day, all day. Matthew and Son. Cat Stevens, number two in 1967. Did you remember to do the clocks today? Um, they went back an hour and uh, we get an extra hour in bed. That was lovely. Um, much appreciated rest, much needed. So, But sometimes, sometimes you'll forget to turn that one clock back and again it'll knock your time out the pot. So it's always best when you've done one, go around and do them all. Because I've been in that situation where you change one or even two clocks, but you may have four or five around the house and you go by what they say. So do them all at once. That's the best tip. Uh, at ten minutes before four, time once again on the subject of time is getting the better of us. We haven't had a Beatle track this week yet, but here's one now. And I think this is rather appropriate for the kind of gorgeous weather we're having at the moment.
Beatles from 1966 and that was actually a B-side, the B-side to Paperback Writer. Just got time for a couple more this Sunday. Olivia Newton-John, and if not for you, 1971 was the year. It's just about time to say goodbye on this Sunday afternoon. Do hope that you have enjoyed my choice of comedy and music tracks. Do have a wonderful Halloween weekend. forget to join me next Sunday between 2 and 4 for more of the same more comedy and more great music from yesterday till then from me Steve Riddle it's bye for now, take care of yourselves and of those around you and I'll see you next Sunday bye for now